0: Maria, and I'm here to say this is a brand new episode of MTA.
1: What? (laughs) No.
0: We're going to stop that. We're going to stop that right there. We're going to talk about magical things, about birds with beaks and dinosaurs with wings.
1: Oh, you know what? (laughs) Now I can get behind this. (laughs) The first first didn't <laughs> convince me, but by the second one I thought it was turning around. It was it was kind of turning the corner. <laughs> yeah, it was going to get there. Just so you all know, um, before before this episode started, I was sitting here ready to go and Maria was sitting here. And Maria looks at me and goes, Oh no. Oh no. And I'm like, What? Thinking that something really bad happened. And then she goes, I forgot my mouth. And then walks out of the room and then came back a minute later. Well, so here we are. I did forget my mouth. I mean, did you? What were you telling me, Oh no, with if you had forgotten your mouth?
0: That's the way people named Maria. Specifically, Bartholdi. <laughs> Talk about putting on lipstick.
1: I forgot my mouth. I forgot
0: my mouth in the bathroom. BRB. <laughs> that's oh, horrifying. That's
1: a terrible thing. If you that could, sounds
0: <laughs> forget terrible. your mouth. Yeah. We all know that I am terrified of people with no mouths because I hate the art on that one card.
1: Oh, uh, gainsay.
0: Oh yeah, gainsay. It's, it's really creepy. The creepiest card for yeah. me. In the it's whole not only magic, that
1: their mouth is gone, but it's been replaced by like some sort of like skin oh, armor. So armor. disgusting! It's really gross. It Ooh. is quite, quite disturbing.
0: I challenge you all to find a grosser card than Gainsay that can give me the heebie-jeebies even more than that. I mean, there's plenty. I
1: definitely of have several gross cards in magic,
0: ah. but that is like some you know weird irrational fear that I have. Yeah. Anyway, that makes sense. Gainsay, get I out mean, of here.
1: You know, I realized earlier today that I've been like having um. I haven't really had like consistent dreams recently. Like I had a couple, um, and I've never really big been a big like person who remembers their dreams. Yeah. But recently, every morning, I wake up remembering like some little montagey bits. Yeah. That essentially are so mundane, but at the same time, they're just like on the slight. Li- they're like bad mundane. They're like mundane, but something slightly worse than usual is happening in that mundane situation. Whoa. And so, and every day I wake up, and they're so normal that I. have a hard time remembering like i'll have a second during the day where something relates to them and i'll be like was that real like was the dream real
0: (laughs) no it's really freaky yeah so is this like have you changed anything about your sleeping habits or at all that would make you remember this more i don't think so do you have an example
1: Um, okay, so this is a good one. Um, I, cause those of
0: you who are watching, who are watching the video will know, uh, my hair is different. Yes. I was going to announce this is the elephant in the room making his new mermaid hair. That's right. That's right. And so
1: I'm like, it's in my family to, to go gray a little bit early. Right. And
0: not like, not like
1: hardcore gray, but like get some gray hairs. And I have, like, a couple. Yeah. My hair's not super dyed. You usually can't tell. <laughs> and I don't super care. Right? Yeah. Like, whatever. Um, I think, like, especially, like, silvery gray hair, which my mom has, is, like, very cool. Oh, yeah. Silver um, Fox City. Exactly. Like, there's, like, tons of great gray hair. So I had a dream where I was, like, looking at my roots. Yeah. And they had gone completely gray. Yeah. Which at the same, like you know, like I said, I don't super care, but at the same time, I was just like, oh shit, when did that happen? Yeah. In my dream. Yeah. I was just like, oh my god! Like I thought it was just a couple, but it was like all of my hair. Whoa. It was all of it completely solid. And then today, when she was, when I was getting my hair done, and the the um, the salon artist was like putting the stuff in, I had this moment of just like, wait, are, is my hair gray? Like all like gray? Like you couldn't
0: remember if your dream For was real. It just like felt so real for a second wow. where
1: I was like, no, that was a dream, but it was so realistic that it felt very real for a moment. So it's been lots of just like very small, weird stuff like that.
0: That's crazy.
1: Isn't it? It's like super disorienting
0: too. Yeah. Cause it's kind of like seeping your weight and you just are having a moment. Exactly. It's, they're like
1: blurring a little bit too much for my comfort.
0: Have you had any so, magical anyways. dreams recently?
1: No, they've all been very mundane. I wish. <laughs>
0: dreams I I think I oh yeah we told the story of magic dreams I've had on this show before (laughs) yeah Yeah. let's let's (laughs) not remember those
1: (laughs) there's also a magic dream that you haven't told but that I have told several people in person yeah and that deal still goes if you see me at an event and you want to hear about (sighs) Maria's very weird magic dream ask me and I'll tell you about it in
0: person (laughs) <laughs> it's not for the public's ears. Uh, welcome to Magic Theatre. Amateur. but, no, it's, just but like, it's, it's very strange. It's very weird. It's very weird. <laughs> welcome to MTA Cast! Uh, on today's episode, we're going to do some magical talks. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm one of your hosts, Megan. And specifically, we're going to talk about uh, Sealed in Ixalan, because you might have uh, some PPTQs coming up. <sighs> And
1: do you know what? The reason why we're talking about this is because this past weekend, like Saturday especially, was like gray and rainy here. And yeah. I was like, great. I'm just going to take this day to like relax. Sealed like I haven't all week and play some magic online. And like I just opened sealed pools and played matches. And I was just like, I have no idea how to do this. Well, it's like all bad. Yeah, it's a tough seal format. It's so hard. And it wasn't, I was looking at these pools and I'm like, oh, this pool is bad. It's like, yeah, this pool could be better, but it's not the worst. Yeah. But I just don't know what to do. Do with it.
0: All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to try and work this out together. We've got six packs here of Ixalan. We're going to crack them and uh-huh, see if we uh-huh. can't uh, figure out a good strategy for you going into your sealed tournaments yeah. coming up that you might have. Uh, we're also going to ch- uh, check in on Modern. Yes. With the addition of Ixalan, we had an SCG Open with Modern, and we're going to take our uh, dip into the Magic Mailbag here at MTA. That's right. Which, if you're a patron, you can submit questions to our Discord channel in the Mailbag section, and we'll answer them live on the show. And how do you become a patron, Megan? Well, it's really easy. I need to be told. Well, I'm going to tell That's you. That's why I asked you right now. How do you become a patron, Maria? <laughs> great question, Megan. You go to patreon.com slash cast and you just hit whichever donation amount fits for you. That can be anything from a dollar an episode all the way up to $10 an episode. It's completely up to you. But if this show gives you anything of value week to week, it's a great idea to support it and show the people who make it, namely Megan and I, <laughs> that what we do is valuable to you and the that you hope it continues. We're both here. Right now. <laughs> yeah. Who are sitting in front of you, you know, or it, living inside your ear sockets. That's right. And the elf that we keep trapped in Maria's bathroom. That's true. An elf does help us make the show every week. Uh, and yeah. ghost Toast, of course. And ghost host, yes. As always. Uh
1: Patreon.com
0: slash MDA
1: You might be wondering why I said that we kept the elf trapped in the bathroom. That's because yesterday Maria's cat got out. <laughs> and then I watched her stick him in the bathroom and shut the door. <laughs> He was in a timeout. <laughs> and then as I'm leaving, the cat's still in the bathroom. It's only been like a minute, so no one thinks that you're mistreating your cats. It's been like a minute. I'm like, are you going to let him out? And Maria goes, like, what was it? Like, I don't know. Oh, what, I said, was it? He'll, I, what did I
0: say? Um, he'll, he'll come out or something yes, like that. Exactly.
1: She was like, he'll come out as though the cat could figure out how to open the door. He'll come
0: out. He'll get out. It's fine.
1: <laughs> Anyways, thank you as well uh, to the sponsor of Magic the Amateur and Card Kingdom. Uh, Cardkingdom.com slash mta cast is a wonderful place to pick up singles, to pick up boosters, to pick up boxes, to pick up play mats, to pick up dice, to pick up just Sticks. about anything that you're going to want to put down on a table before you
0: play a game of magic. <laughs> Do you put it on a table or in your hands while you're playing a game of magic? Guess what? You can buy it at cardkingdom.com slash mtacast. Please use our affiliate link so Card Kingdom knows that we are a valuable thing for them to support and that you support us too. You can ask for a Magic the Amateur sticker in your order and they'll put it in your order for free! That'll what? get to you super dang fast. In fact, somebody tweeted at us today a picture of a sticker that Card Kingdom had mailed them as well as a token and the cards they had ordered and said, I ordered this on Friday, you know, it's at my door on Monday. So, oh, uh, you super can't ask for fast faster. speeders speedy service from cardkingdom.com/slash mta cast. All right.
1: So first question up in our mailbag comes from Friendly Local. uh, And I'm going to paraphrase because it's a little long. But they say, uh, coming from someone who would be interested in some mature, meaning based in respect, relationships, and magic, would it be good to have some more prominent representations of characters and positive partnerships? Um, And this question is like a couple of weeks old because I was like, do you know what? I want to think about this a little bit. Sure. Because I think it's a really interesting question about like, um, you know, magic has gone... I would say, like, magic has made it a point to portray all sorts of different people, um, to make, you know, heroes and villains out of all sorts of different characters. And I think that's super great. And we've talked about that before. Yeah. Um, so I think, like, if you're talking about diversity and representation, should you also be talking about, like, hey, what kind of, if we're, like, modeling the kind of world that we want to see and the kind of acceptance that we want to see, should we also be modeling, like, the kinds of, like, healthy relationships, um... And so I was thinking of like one that popped out to me was Samut and Jeru from. Uh, oh, yeah, um, absolutely. Keppa, which, so I was thinking of in the context of like, what about like non romantic relationships? Yeah. What about really great partnerships? Because I felt like their story arc, um, particularly for me, was like, uh, I was very invested in it. And it was also great. Like, they had this, like, very strong childhood friendship um, and, like, through young adulthood. And then they had this, like, parting of the ways when Samu and was like, I don't believe in, you know, I think that the god pharaoh was a big time lie. And Jero, like, straight up murder somebody? Yeah. And Jero-, Jero was like, no. Jero was, like, all about it, right? Yeah. It was all reality. about, like, Yes he's like all about the world of Amenket and he's like how dare you like the god pharaoh is the real deal yeah um like everything like there's no more noble thing than to keep doing what we're doing and eventually to like die as you go through these trials sure like that's what's supposed to happen um and someone's just like you can't just throw your life away um and so and he like turns her in essentially Um, And then, you know, when the Gatewatch comes and uh, Nicole Bullis comes back and it turns out that it was all a lie, they're like they go back to being friends. Right. They come back around to being like, do you know what? Like, I forgive you for betraying me. Like, I'm very sorry that I didn't uh, like, you know, that I didn't believe you and all of this. Um, So I think like relationships like that, like if we're talking about just like positive partnerships. I think that's an example of a really
0: great one. Yeah, that's a pretty cool story arc. And uh, we did it in our magic story segment. And um, I remember I loved hearing about it. And it's just really cool to see that, too. Um, Mm -hmm. Just like, hey, this is two people that, you know, I guess they could have made it a romantic relationship, but they didn't. They're just super good friends. And they went through some hard times. Exactly. But they came out uh, on top at the end of it. Exactly. And also, like, modeling, like, the difficulties of friendships and the fact that, like, you can
1: reconcile even also, t- if you're in a trial and you're forced to even, murder your crop Even mate. if your friend has killed your other friends. <laughs> it's still possible. <laughs> it's still possible. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a cool yeah. one. And then I was also thinking about how for a, obviously a very long time, and I would say still, a lot of people are shipping the Nissa Chandra. Yep. Because, oh my goodness, so like... So they're so cute and awkward yeah. when they interact. Um, But there is a point at which. Right. And everyone talked about it, when Nissa was like, I like it's it's just great to have friends. Yeah. And I thought that one's also great because you don't see Chandra just be like not like stop being Nissa's friend.
0: Right. Right. She's not like, oh, well, in that case, I uh, have no exactly. longer interested in having you as a part of my life. Goodbye. Uh, You're the yeah. worst. Chandra is just like okay yeah and like
1: moves forward with being friends and it's like yeah that's another really great thing to model for people who are you know reading the magic story um so yeah if we're just talking about like the kinds of different like all of the multitude of relationships in the multiverse i think that there are some really great ones that are being modeled in magic and that's super cool
0: a fact that a lot of people don't know is a johnny and Packrat also friends so even if you come from completely different walks of life and in normal real human life you're predator and prey in the magic world you can be bffs (laughs) (laughs) all right this next question uh coming to us from discord let's take a look here Uh, Quander From Quander. All right. Your intro music features killer guitar and thrashing drums. Which of you is playing which instrument asking for a friend? P.S. The friend is me. (laughs) Great question. Um, Great question. Really
1: great question. I think that obviously the answer is that we're both, um, we're both just miming it. We're both, I'm playing air guitar and Maria's playing air air drums.
0: drums. Yeah. But the sound still somehow happens. We can't explain it. Um, I don't
1: know. I don't know. But that's how it is. I'm playing air guitar, and Maria's playing the air drums.
0: Fun. This is another fun fact. It, I wanted to play the drums in middle school. It was kind of like when you had to say, make your decision. The paths are in front of you. Do you want to be in band, orchestra, or choir? And yeah. you couldn't be in all of them, or even two, because they were all at the same time. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I wanted to play the drums, but in the end, I ended up uh, doing choir, which, you know, I'm pretty thankful for that I did that. That was great. But. To this day, I'm still like, oh, man, it would have been so sweet to play the drums.
1: It would have been really sweet to play the drums.
0: The actual real answer is that music was composed by our friend Will Roberts. Um, and so if you want to look up his, up his music, he goes by the name of Wobbits, W-O-B-B-I-T-Z. And you can check out more of his tunes on the Internet.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's see. Someone asks. Uh, oh, Jill asks, Chicken Wings, do you prefer the drumettes or the wingettes?
0: Um, okay. What's the, what's the difference? The, the, the drum is like the tiny leg. Oh, oh, the drum or the, drumsticks are wings. Okay, yeah. got it.
1: Uh, and then the wings. Um, okay, so here's my answer is that not the last time we were at GP Denver, but the one before that. Yeah. We went to that place. That there was like a vegan restaurant oh. that had ca- like... Cauliflower, buffalo, buffalo cauliflower, quote unquote wings. Oh, God. And that's what I want. They were so it good. It was so good. It was better. It was better. Better Better than than buffalo chicken chicken wings. Yeah, it was incredible. I like. I still. It was like two years ago, and I still think about it constantly. Maybe only. I guess it was like a year. You should make some year ago. Yeah, I've looked up
0: recipes. I just need to get my act together and do it. Cause holy buckets, those are great. Ugh, I prefer chicken wings, but also those. Those were fabulous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right, Um, next cue uh, is from Yoda Muppet. Uh, any plans to bring MTA shirts back? I want one to love and pet and hold and call my own.
1: <laughs> I understand that sensation. I
0: mean, that's fabulous. you have yes. going to treat that shirt right. But I have great news for you, Yoda Muffet. They haven't actually gone anywhere. That's right. You can still buy them on MTA Cast's website, which is magic. slash shop, or just click on the little shopping cart I- icon Ooh. when you're at our site and uh, you can buy a shirt. They're cheap, uh, they're, they're great, people say they're super soft, and we have a bunch of sizes available. So, yeah, just head on over to MagicLaminerTrain.com and grab yourself a shirt and feel like you're cool, repping us at your events. Yeah. Okay, um, Quillen asks,
1: if you vamp your cats, wouldn't they vamp all the other cats and sizable mammals in your neighborhood? So pretty soon you'd just live in a neighborhood of vampires?
0: Wow, deep question. Cats, I can see vamping. A vamp cat, I can see vamping a lot of other stuff. I think a
1: vamp cat would vamp everything that it wants to. Yeah, I agree. Like everything that it feels like vamping, it would.
0: Be like, oh, see that bird over there? Quick, vamp it.
1: Vamp it. Like it would vamp you.
0: A cat would vamp you in a heartbeat.
1: Yeah, so fast, except not in a heartbeat because vampires <laughs> don't have them. <laughs>
0: yeah (laughs) if you vamp a cat you've got to be ready for the consequences you've got to be ready to live in a neighborhood of vampires yeah or just like not let your vamp cat out but i feel like once you vamp a cat like you are you cannot control that cat anymore no it's gonna powers that are beyond normal cat powers although i guess in
1: this situation you were already vamped because you're the one who vamped your cat yeah right so the cat wouldn't vamp you no, no, no. That's just to say if someone else came into your home, you invited a vampire into your home, yep. as you have to,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and they vamped your cat and then your cat vamped you. Correct.
0: Yeah. Then you're just in a world of trouble. Exactly. Ugh, just, you know, be buyer beware <laughs> yep. when you vamp things. They <laughs> might come back and vamp you. And you know what I gotta or say? Your neighbors. This whole discussion about things vamping other things yep. has led me to be very thankful that we have used the word vamp as a verb. <laughs> Agreed. (laughs) So, yeah, if you want to submit a question to us, uh, any patron can do it on Discord. Just head into our mailbag section of the Discord chat. Modern magic. I was thinking of a beginning to a sentence and then I lost it. (laughs) So I'm just going to start a different new sentence. Great. Let's talk about some modern that happened this past uh, weekend at the Star City Game Circuit. That's right. As someone pointed out, uh, the reason why
1: we we are talking about this is because someone pointed out there were eight different decks in the top eight. That's amazing. Which is pretty cool. Eight for eight. Different decks.
0: Modern is doing great
1: right now. Exactly. You know, just killing it. And That makes me happy. And the first place deck. Piloted by Collins Mullen. Great work. Uh, had has Ixalan cards in it, as does the deck that got fourth, Jeremy Bertarioni. Bertarioni, Jeremy. Uh, nice blue green merfolk awesome all right
0: so hit me with this
1: sweet humans list from yeah. collins um first let's just go down i'll just run off like what the other ones yeah were. the other ones so we've on got first place humans which we'll talk about in just a sec then second um blue red storm third uh the abzan company deck with the you counters know, combo the, exactly the counters combo blue green murfolk, infect affinity black white eldrazi taxes and black white death and taxes awesome uh, or that might just be mono white. I might be wrong about that. That's just mono white. Yeah, my bad.
0: Mono white, death and taxes. Okay. Yep. Um. So we've got this humans
1: deck. Uh, and it has four copies of Kite Sail Free Booter. Get booted! That's right. That's cool. This deck is running around booting people. I love it. Yeah, it's also got four copies of, I haven't seen this guy in a while. <laughs> Welcome back. Mantis
0: Rider. I remember this old friend. Right? I, I like remember this Mantis
1: Rider. This is the 3 3 for Just Guy Colors. That's blue, red, white. So this is just like all colors of humans. Is this five colors? Uh let's see. Like white Is there a green card? I don't Yeah. Mayor, Mayor of, of Avabrook. Ava so this is yeah. five color humans. Nice. Wow. Mantis Rider, uh blue red white, flying vigilance haste. It's a 3 3. Man, cool. I remember that card? Uh and then we've also got like we said Mayor of Avabrook. This says other human creatures you control get plus 1 plus 1 and at the beginning of each upkeep, uh you know, it's a you typical werewolf transform. Let's see. Where did I go? There we go.
0: Thalia's lieutenant, lieutenant Thalia. There's so much Thalia in this deck. There's three different Thalias. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of
1: Thalia. Uh, it, it transforms into Halpak uh, Alpha, which is a 3-3. Uh, werewolf. Yeah, that makes wolves. So there you go. Pumps three, three out three wolves. Werewolf. Uh, so yeah, there's Thalia's lieutenant. Thalia, guardian <laughs> of Thraben.
0: And Thalia, heretic Cathar. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Pretty That's cool. cool. All right, Freebooter, get in the deck. Um, I was kind of thinking about that. Isn't that that, kind of wild? And it's a human pirate, so I guess why not?
1: Obviously, also as champion of the parish. Cool. I like this deck. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's just all creatures. Four Aether Vial are the only non-creature
0: spells. Yeah, you kind of need an Aether Vial in this deck. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, how are we playing five colors here? Also, Forty spells, twenty lands.
1: Whoa! Getting aggro on it, keeping lean. Yeah, I Ooh. mean, well, it does top out. At, let's see. It also has three reflector mage. Yep. Uh, four noble hierarch. Okay. Which you know does does sure. help make make mana. Let's see. Let's see about how it's cast in these humans. We've got cavern of souls, obviously. Yep. Um, unclaimed
0: territory. Well, there you go. There Speaking is some more Ixalan. Ixalan goodness. Yeah. For
1: Name human. Humans. You're doing whatever you want.
0: Dude, yes. I want to play around with this deck. This looks fun.
1: Yeah, this looks like a lot of fun. Maybe we'll, uh, you know, if you check out our stream, <gasps> twitch.tv/slash amateuring. Yeah, check it out. You might just see you might just see Maria running around with this wild, running, with this wild running deck.
0: Running wild with this human's deck. I've I played a version of it before. Definitely not this five color craziness. Yeah. Um But the mayor is uh, really important and uh, pretty interesting to play with because you have to make that uh, flip decision. Yeah. But yeah. um
1: it's it's super cool. Um, yeah, right? I feel like this is an example of right It's just it just took an idea, which you can do in modern and pushed it like as far as possible. It's like, what if we were making a human stack? Well obviously what we're go- gonna do is we're gonna put an ether violin to cast free humans. yeah, but then we're just going to put every single great human. All the best humans in the modern. world.
0: Like all the if best got humans them all in in a a room, modern and slap them in there. Boom. Mother like, Teresa, get in the deck. Gandhi, get in the deck. Wow. Best, the best humans are getting in this deck. Yeah. <laughs> the list goes on, but I'm just going to throw those that, two out those in there. Those were your first two. You know when you think? Good humans. Those two came to the top of my head. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I'm going to start with Barack Obama and work for them. Get there. out
0: there. Get in there, Obama.
1: <laughs> I'm starting with Barack Obama, then I'll figure out the rest of the list later. <laughs> um, all right. So now we've got blue-green merfolk.
0: Yeah. So this is cool. A lot of people were kind of speculating as to whether or not green would find its way into a modern merfolk deck yeah. thanks to the new cards from Ixlon. Sure enough, it There's has. There's some real
1: sweet, real sweet merfolk in there. And uh,
0: uh, we, sure enough, we've got four kumenes speaker. I mean, everyone loves a 2-2 for one. Yeah. This is great merfolk's an aggressive deck and uh, yeah like you said a two two for one that's about as aggressive as you yep. can actually get
1: <laughs> and then for merfolk branch walker getting that explore mechanic into modern
0: yeah this is a card that people had their eyes on yeah uh, other than kapala warden of waves that we were kind of like is this card going to make it into a modern merfolk deck yep. well here it is it's powerful enough to do so and of course kapala cool. in in the deck um here are the the Great Glass Spinner was kind of the card that had the same Kapala effect in this deck. And the version that Jeremy was piloting still had one Cura, but it also yep. added one Kapala.
1: Pretty, pretty cool. Um, so, yeah. And we've talked about, like, how much we love the Explore mechanic. Oh, it's fabulous. Like, it's just great. Either you're going to get a 2-1 for two which is and, like, get a land into your hand. Yeah. And, like, so it's not your next draw step, which is especially important in aggro, right? Is to, like, just keep those spells flowing. Or you're going to have a 3-2 two, on two. Yeah. Which is, like great great great
0: yeah this is another deck that'll be fun mm-hmm. to try out and play uh with the addition of the green cards i think just to kind of see how it plays out differently or you know is it is it in fact better to have this deck with the kind of the handicap of having the green mana added in yeah um is it more powerful enough to be worth it so uh jeremy you know managed to get forth with it so it, was, it remains to be seen if it'll it'll evolve even more pretty sweet pretty sweet all right, human beings, it's time to talk sealed. So, if you've got a PPTQ <sighs> coming up this next weekend, or if you just uh, have some cool sealed tournaments going on at your LGS, you want to play online, Magic mm-hmm. Online sealed tournaments, you've got to know how to or crack. Or you're, s- you're
1: taking your butt to a GP. Or a GP? A sealed GP. What's the next sealed GP coming up? Is Phoenix sealed? Yeah. What? You're going to Phoenix? If you're, you're going to, to need Phoenix. it Oh. We're going to talk about it, and we're going to decide if we have any takeaways
0: or <laughs> take not away. What to take away and what to take not away here exactly. in this what segment. To, what to leave with us. Yep. Uh, so, <laughs> so we're so, going to crack some boost. what well, yeah. We've we just, got... Three boosties here yeah. for me, three boosties for Megan. And uh, I just want to say that the fact that Ixalan is is complicated and sealed, it's kind of not surprising because it's tribal oriented. Yeah. And so those, those sets tr- typically thrive on synergy and sealed. You know, you don't always open exactly. what you need to open. And so it's really
1: hard, right? When you're drafting, it's like, okay, you're going to get if you are reading the signals right and you're one of the few merfolk or you're one of the few vampires, like if you fall into the right archetype for the table, you're going to get a lot of the vampires that are open. So you're not just looking at six packs worth of vampires. You're potentially looking at just like. You know, yeah. all of the packs.
0: All of the vampires. All of the
1: vampires. Ever. Um, that are open there, right? Like if you're at an eight person draft and three yeah. boosters, that's 24. Yeah. And you're just, you're going to get 24 packs worth of vampires. Here, it's like six. That's not enough to make a great synergistic deck. And so you're going to have to keep that in mind if you're going into these sealed environments. You're probably not going to be able to be like, I want to have a merfolk deck. Right. You're just not going to have the playables there. And if you do, awesome that's so great like go for it man but we're here to talk about like what about when it
0: falls apart so we're just gonna it's gonna be the completely random of what we get what we see is what we get here these So these
1: boosters right here we figured the best way was to crack open a seal pool and talk about
0: what to do with this Do you want to put the rares in this drawing for october oh of course all right so we're gonna put the rares uh, from these packs not all the cards because uh uh, just as <laughs> too many. One million cards. Any sick uncommons you'll also yeah, get. Yeah, sick uncommons also included. Sick uncommons and I'm going to crack our first pack here and just kind of you can play along at home uh, with us it. and tell you what I've got. So in this pack, Slash of Talons, Mark of the Vampire, Sure Strike, Queen's Commission, Spike-Sailed Ceratops, Pirate's Prize, Paladin of the Bloodstained, Gilded Sentinel, Thrash of Raptors, Crushing Canopy, Elaborate Fire Cannon, Rigging Runner, Dire Flea Captain, and Repeating Barrage is our rare. So that's That's, that's pretty good good. rare. So let's just quickly, quickly say what yeah. cards are standing out to us in this pack. Obviously, Repeating Barrage. Yeah, is great. You know what sticks out
1: to me? And people have talked about this. Like, the removal in this set can be really touch and go. Yeah. Um, And so something like Mark of the Vampire, mm-hmm. while usually you wouldn't play have ton of auras yeah uh, especially in sealed or really in anything um mark of the vampire and the auras in this set you sometimes just slap them on a creature and say like do you have it yeah can you, you get it? rid of this if you can't i'll win and yeah. if you can i won't but the ants like the f- the f- times when they can People have said are a little bit lower this set. Yeah, so.
0: so I agree. That is the other card that stood out to me in this pack. So yeah. there you go. That's that's a two card for got me here. A, a
1: little bit of removal in Slash of Yes. And uh, Queen's Commission is a card that I like. I like right, that card. Depending on the situation. Yeah. All right, here I've got Fathom Fleet Firebrand, Skyblade of the Legion, Dire Fleet Hoarder. Uh, let's see. Let's talk about, let's just do the ones that stick out. Okay. Because right? there's a lot of cards in these. Um, uh, and we'll post some photos. Or if you're watching the video, we can post a little bit more about these. Uh, let's see. We've got Siren Lookout, right? Sure. As a flyer that explores. Again, it's got that sweet explore mechanic. Dire Fleet Hoarder is a card that I look at a lot because it's a cheap creature. Good and it makes treasure, so it can help us splash. Skyblade of the Legion, Flyer.
0: Ooh, Pious Interdiction. Ooh, Pious interdiction
1: nice. is great. Duress is something that I'm a little bit more likely to consider. Not saying for sure, but right, if I end up playing a bunch of Mark of the Vampires, yeah. I'll say my opponent might not have that much removal, and I'll try. Maybe if I go in that direction, maybe I'll pack a dress. Yeah. A bright reprisal, a Seeker Squire. Nice. And our rare is Verdant Sun's Avatar better and sealed certainly yes still a little still expensive un- a
0: little underwhelming
1: but it's going to help you gain back that life that you're maybe losing by having such an expensive card in your deck right and not having like a huge board presence until late
0: okay so that's what we've got out of that one all, all right. right let's crack sh- another another one here oh i just i just love cracking some packs oh, feels great okay Uh, Tialani's Knight, which is a really good, just a little red two drop that can grow if you've got a a vampire. We have another Queen's Commission in this pack, as well as a Skullduggery commune with dinosaurs if we're... Going to end up doing the dino thing. Yeah. Um, let's see. Dusk Legion Dreadnought is our ship. We have a Shapers of Nature Ooh. at Uncommon, which is super powerful. Great card. Thundering Spineback, also really good and really sealed.
1: Nice. Such a great mana sink.
0: And a super sweet rare Vraska's Contempt. Nice. Primo, primo removal.
1: Ooh, so that great removal is actually going to go well with some stuff that I just opened because I also got two great removal spells in Dark Nourishment and contract killing. Ooh,
0: I've got a skull duggery from that pack too. Ooh, nice. Way.
1: Uh, I've also in here. I've got a jade guardian. Ooh, okay. Which is our hexproof friend.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: so if we're looking to again maybe play some of those auras, we've got a legion's judgment, which we've talked about, right? Like we're legion's judgment is You're, not going to push me into white.
0: No, I don't love it. No, it does. Um, I, you know, it doesn't do enough. I usually, just have it out of the sideboard because. If you're playing against vampires, it's dead. If you're playing against merfolk, sometimes it's pretty dead. Um, so, yeah, um, yeah.
1: exactly. It's like it's just it's not good enough. We've got a bellowing agiosaur.
0: You know, ever Aegeosaur? since we had to say ether. (laughs) The A-E combination makes me want to say Aegisaur, but that's how I've been saying it. I have no idea. Let's call it an Aegisaur. That's good. Okay.
1: Um, And we've got, as a rare, Awaker
0: of the Wild. All right. Well, we've got some sweet green cards and some sweet black cards, and that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So far. So far. Again, it's not, like, technically one of the supported color pairs in Ixalan. Right. But that's also going to be something that's less of a consideration. Yeah. uh, in, In Sealed. In Sealed.
0: Just full stop. So I'm feeling okay about this so far, if I'm yeah. being real with you. Uh, Vampire Zeal, if we happen to go into there in this next pack. Fire Cannon Blast, excellent. Great. Um, what else is standing out to me here? A Drover of the Mighty and Green. We do have a Mythic here. We have a Mythic. Ooh. Tishana, Voice of Thunder. This card. There's a sealed card. Is I, I love it. And we've got our Shapers of Nature here, That's too. True. That's true. Ooh, excellent. That's very tempting. Okay. All right. Uh, Is this our last one? Our last pack.
1: Ooh, uh, I just saw a rare, so I'll say what it is. It's a Settle the Wreckage. Okay. That's pretty
0: good. You can usually get uh, two cards off of that.
1: Yeah. Uh, We've got another Mark of the Vampire. Okay. Um, Let's see. A Shaper Apprentice, which is like a nice, you know, cheap little... Fire. Oh. Another contract killing. Oh, sweet. Ooh, a vine shaper mystic. Okay. Great. Oh, Reggie. Ah, uh, n- uh, no. No, it's a raging it's sword too. Okay. Less well, exciting. Not, not as it's good as Reggie. A five five, and it still pings stuff, but and another dark nourishment. Wow,
0: this pool is not bad.
1: Yeah, it certainly has, and it's it has what I've noticed in some Exelon pools. Where, right, we've got some great removal, actually, in this one. Yeah. Uh, especially with all these contract killings. Sometimes you open a pool with a lot. Sometimes you Zero. have none. Zero. Sometimes you have none, and you're like, well, there are Well, here chances. we go. <laughs> um, but as far as creatures go, Maria, we haven't said a lot of great things about <laughs> our creatures.
0: We haven't. Um, like we said, we've got some good blue-green creatures. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But black is our key removal color yeah um so we could look at i just checked i don't have any lands that fix mana yeah i don't think i did either um what we could do is we could start
1: by looking at black and we're gonna say do you know what we'd be crazy to pass up on two we have contract to killings, we have to play it um and two dark nourishments and all this stuff so maybe we start looking at that and say okay what does this need sure what does that need from us okay all right so i'll do see you wanna,
0: I am let out, me check out any good black. I'm going to check or here. Passable black. Features. Any passable black that we have in my hand here. I'm going to put back like, I don't know if you play this in seal, just as a thing. We yeah. have a sirens ruse here. Um, oh, that's blue. No, I have no good black at wow. all. Zero. Okay, then. The only card I have with even black pip on it is dire fleet captain. And that's not yeah. happening.
1: Uh, I have a queen's agent, which is more expensive than I'd like. Um, I've got a dead eye tormentor. That's all right. Uh,
0: yeah, that's kind Possibly of where a I'm at. Costly Plunder is the only thing that I'm like,
1: uh, do you know what? Like, take it
0: out. We've got all these contract killers. There you right? go. <laughs> Maybe blue. Uh, yeah. do you want to just check that out next at all? Yeah, let's
1: do it. So, I'm gonna lay out since we okay. have like great, that black. great black removal, we'll say, okay, now we're gonna look for a pair that probably has, you know, some really good creatures to go with. Okay, this. so
0: green is noted, is notable for its creatures so let's just check green i have a spike tailed yeah. ceratops who cares um that left in my hand ancient brontodon gregory sorry to say that you're probably Ooh, not making the we've cut got,
1: uh this drover of the mighty right yeah there's nothing good we've that i have one of our rares that we talked about waker of the wilds yep we've got a jade guardian a thundering spine back nice uh, and this Verdant Suns Avatar. So, uh, oh, and this Vine Shaper Mystic. I almost forgot about that. Plus, uh, if we splash blue, we could also potentially put in something like the Shapers of Nature. Yeah, and, and this Tishana. Tishana.
0: I think that's 100% worth it. So many it. seven drops. So many seven drops. Three seven drops. drops no ramp. Ooh, Who cares, right? Ooh. Ooh. You know what I like, though? We do have these two Mark of the Vampires, which will... Mm-hmm our uh, Jade Guardian could wear pretty nicely. Yeah, absolutely. To be a 5-5 hexproof.
1: Yeah. And so, like I said, this is kind of... And, like, maybe in this deck we'd even play this Jungle Delver. I think so. We'd be like, do you know what? We need some cheap creatures. We can sink mana into it later. So
0: how many... This, I mean, this is kind of shaky. <laughs> we have like no creatures. 13 creatures, and
1: three of them. Three of three them are seven of them drops. Are seven drops, and Yikes. like it's just pretty expensive for a deck. Um, and you know, two of them are on a splash, and we do have a lot of. What's nice is with these two contract killings, um, we can look at making a splash very easily. Right. Uh, and same goes. We've got this Drover of the Mighty and this Dire Fleet Hoarder. So we've got like some nice ways uh, to finish out a game.
0: Man, we're just
1: lacking in the middle, but we've exactly. got. exactly. But again, that's that's why I'm talking about, right? That's yeah. why we're here talking about this is because this is what is so hard about this t- format for me.
0: Here's a point. The Mark of the Vampires are going to get us back from a, from us having a slow start. There's yeah, that's that. very true. There's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I mean, when you look at this build, how many playables do we have here?
1: Oh, I mean, ho- we probably can't play all of this five drop removal. No, right, we'll take out a, take dark, out a, dark, a dark Nourishment, nourishment or two. <laughs> we could also play this Dusk Legion Dreadnought. I
0: guess so. It's
1: very passable.
0: It is a passable card. Very passable card. So our red was not extraordinarily exciting. We had Fire Cannon Blast, Repeating Barrage, and uh and T- Ollie's Knight. You know, we
1: forgot the Spike-tailed Ceratops. You can put that buddy in there. Okay, get in there, Dino. But I'm not going to play, play two of them. Do you know what? Maybe we are. If we're really desperate. <laughs> we might have to. We might have to. We could even play. Uh, we could look at playing oh, like boy. a Windstrider if we really need to. Yeah. Off that splash. I mean, I don't love it, but we might have to. Do you know what? I'm seeing a lot of creatures in white.
0: Let's take a maybe look at we're our supposed white. To
1: Look at our maybe like some black white here.
0: Oh, boy. I don't know. Because that Shapers of Nature and that Tishana are just... I know. They're so so good. good. They're so good. All right. Let's take a look at black and white because we did have Settle the Wreckage, which, you know, isn't insane. And a lot of times... Um, people can see it coming. People see it coming. You can get... Uh, you usually kill two things with it, which is just fine. You yeah. can't wait and be too greedy with it because you really don't want your life total to get too low while you're sitting holding this in your hand. Uh, as Megan mentioned, we do have this Bellowing Aegisaur. We have a pair of Queen's Commissions at three. Mm-hmm. A That's Slash pretty, of Talons. Nice. Bright Reprisal. If We wanted to play another five-drop kill spell Oof. that people, see speaking of seeing coming. Pious Interdiction. Legion's Judgment at three. Skyblade of the Legion at two. But no way to really um, abuse that legion with anointed deacon. However, we do have those two marks of the vampire, two paladin nope. of the bloodstained, as well, adding to this pile.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's pile is is a word. <laughs>
1: pile pile is a word.
0: Pile. I can't complain though because we honestly have such so good go. removal. We
1: have, we have a raptor raptor companion. companion.
0: We have another paladin of the bloodstained. Okay. Well, in this case, I'm I'm tempted to play this vampire zeal.
1: Yeah right at least at least one of them
0: i don't know how do you um how do you feel about this build it's kind of like our middle game is a little bit better early game is a little bit better and our late game is, is decidedly worse. not great however we do have so much removal that maybe it's okay
1: yeah I don't know. I could see this being being workable. Like, uh, it sucks a little bit that we don't have a way to, like, really... Like, all of these 1-1 one, one vampire tokens. Man, I wish there were just, like, a better way to get them through, right? Right. We're making 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7.
0: 7 of them. And
1: we do have this Dusk Legion Dreadnought, which I would, again, like to play in this. And I guess we do have this Bellowing
0: Aegisaur. Bellowing... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I Um, probably wouldn't
1: play this Legion's Judgment in this one again. We're like meh. We're so meh on it.
0: So like we just have these little guys, and then we just kill anything big from our opponent. Yeah,
1: I mean that like our late game is killing things. Yeah, Uh, yeah, you know. I don't know. It definitely the curve is a little bit cleaner. That's for sure. Yeah. But it definitely, like, it is absolutely lacking in late game
0: power. So let me ask you this question. In Sealed, how big is your consideration? How much weight does curve hold versus power? I, for
1: myself, I err a little bit on the side of power. Yeah. I think that's Mm -hmm. my take on it. But the thing is, uh, in Sealed, like, there are tons of people who will tell you differently. Yeah. Right? And everyone has very good reasons for it. People will be like, oh, curve for sure. And they'll have great reasons and people will be like, power for sure. Have great reasons. Yeah. Um, so I think that like either of these builds you could make very coherent arguments
0: for. Yeah. So... Um, let's just count these cards for 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Do you
1: know what? We have a ravenous dagger tooth that we weren't counting. Here's some green stuff that we weren't counting before.
0: Oh, yeah. There's deep root warrior
1: and a ravenous dagger tooth. Wait, hold on. This makes me feel like we need to go back to that green, black deck. Okay. And take a look at it. Because you know what? One, one tokens just don't just I I'm not as I'm not as thrilled by these white cards. So like 1-1 one, one tokens, but like you said, no anointed deacons to be like, hey, it's really...
0: What I'm going to do is I'm going to take a photo of both these builds. Um, By the way, they're not 23 yeah. cards, but you'll just be able to see exactly. what the good stuff was in the builds and put them up on the video. So if you go to youtube.com slash um, when this video is posted, you'll be able to see these builds yeah. as well.
1: And we'll give you... We can also set up a photo of each of the colors. Yeah. So you can like out. be like, this is
0: what I would have built with your colors. So you'll be able to kind of play along at home, as it were.
1: Yeah, do you know yeah. what? Now that we added that ravenous dagger tooth and that deep root warrior, I'm feeling like I'm I'm feeling the screen black. Feeling the screen a lot black more than I was. Yeah,
0: I agree. I just
1: think like that Like that just like filled in our curve so nicely. Look at that.
0: That looks a lot better. And um the splash will be easy because of these contract killings. And you know, our our seekers, not sorry, not seeker square, but our our two-one um that get, makes us a treasure. We've got a Tishana at the top. You know, yeah. I don't know if we play this Verdant Suns Avatar. I was about to say,
1: like, I feel like we might chuck that seven drop. but um, And play this Thundering Spineback and the yeah. Tishana are both, like, real nice. I think this is a build that I can get behind right here. I agree. There's some there's some solid stuff at work here. And this looks, if I'm being honest, this looks definitely better than anything that I've built yet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is a solid pool, that's I, for I sure. think it's pretty solid. And you know what? You said green-black is not a supportive color pair, so what have we done? We've uh, kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We've augmented it with Shapers of Nature and Tishana, mm-hmm. enabled from our Splash from our Contra Killing and our Two Drop, so, and yeah. our Drover of the Mighty. I think that this is the best... That you could hope for in a
1: way. In a way, this—I mean, like this—is sweet. We're playing three of our rares, uh, and they're all great rares. Like we have Tishana, we have Waker of the Wilds, and we have Raska's Contempt. Like those are all those are all solid, uh, and we have two contract killing, which is just like. It's so great. Yeah. You need that.
0: So the takeaways for me here is if you're going to be faced with some difficult decisions yeah, building you your really seal are. pool in this format, and I think what's going to end up happening is people are going to end up kind of having to stretch a little bit, right? Yeah. Because the synergy is not going to be there. As you can see, we're building an unsupported color pair, and we're kind of stretching outside our boundaries to play our Shapers of Nature and our Tashana, and that's going to be just fine. And what it means if people are stretching is it means that games are going to go a little longer.
1: Yep. Uh, and we can talk about. So we didn't really talk about that red much, but I think that's because as we were there going through, it, enough. we just like didn't see, especially when it comes to creatures, like there just weren't the creatures there to make it happen. No, as much as we would love to play like that repeating barrage, because oh that's yeah, a that's sick, sick card. and, and sealed, um, but just not doing enough here.
0: Do you have any other like lessons that you think that this and the other sealed pools that you've done have kind of taught you as to which way to lean? Sometimes you're just going to be lost. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay too, you know? No, like I said, um, I really
1: do feel like I've seen so many more wins or losses off the back of auras than I have before. And mostly, mostly it's wins.
0: If we had a dive down, would you put it in this deck? Yes. So would
1: I. Um, and like, that's why, again, I'm willing to play this duress because I have, uh, I've seen multiple people succeed with that strategy of just like, I am going to freebooter you or I'm going to duress you and hopefully pick off like the one good removal spell that you had, that you had. Yeah. Um, and then you're going to, or even if you have two and you drew one, it's like, you're going to be relying on drawing that second one and something like a mark of the vampire or a one with the wind isn't going to give you a ton of time. No. It's no, it saying like you don't get to just draw that removal
0: spell at some point during the Do You the game. have it now. It's like or next ca- turn. Cast it. Yep. Cast it or you die. <laughs> yeah. So this is the kind of pool I would actually hope to
1: open. This one, this is definitely very good. solid. And it's nice in that it has um, some more substantial creatures than a lot of the stuff that I've come across. I've played and seen played a lot of, like, Siren Storm Tamers and Kite Sail Freebooters. And Freebooter isn't a great example because it does have a nice effect when it comes in. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, yeah, people are playing, like, these, these dinky flyers, which you wouldn't normally do. Uh, in a sealed format, and it's like, yeah, do you know what? They sometimes get the job done and you need them.
0: Yeah, so if you come across an interesting sealed pool that you think is cool and you want to share with us, please tweet it at us at MTAcast and we'll take a look. And uh, we may be hitting up a PTQ this weekend, playing some sealed, and uh, we'll report back on how it went. Um, coming up on the next episode, but yeah, this has been really cool. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel for uh, videos of this and on magic, We'll post some photos of all these colors separately as well. Well, everybody, that's our show for this week. I hope you've enjoyed learning a little bit more about Ixalan and modern and sealed and just about Megan's dreams. I hope you've enjoyed how decidedly on topic we were for most of this episode. We really were. We didn't talk at all about eye origins or... Early, early edition, edition Because which, truth be told We we lied to you We said we would watch wait, them Wait To what? be fair
1: We tried to watch Early edition you guys Oh yeah we did We did And you cannot get it online As anywhere. far as we can tell Like it's not on any It's not on Amazon Like it's not streaming on Amazon Or like even You can't even like rent it on Amazon It's not on no. Hulu It's not on Netflix We just have to Straight so up we buy are, it We are buying the DVDs <laughs> Of the first season <laughs> Of early edition. (laughs) Just for you. And when they have arrived, we will watch them.
0: (laughs) And I tried to get up the the, you know, vigor to watch Eye Origins and I just I just couldn't. And I never promised to watch that movie because I know what I'm capable of. Oh, it just seems like a real train to depression town. Uh but you know, it still might happen. I'm not gonna say it's never gonna happen. I'm just gonna tell you that. (laughs) I tried to get it of the will to live and watch Eye Origins, and those two things were not happening at the same time. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We read the whole synopsis. We know that it's just a a real real, pile, real bummer. (laughs) So anyway, (laughs) thanks for sticking with us. And, you know, stay tuned for uh, an update for early edition, because, you know, it'll it'll get get here eventually. (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, thank you again to everyone who supports the podcast through Patreon. Uh, it means so much to us. We can never tell you exactly how much it mm-hmm. means because um, it is so, so momentous to us. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So Patreon.com slash MTA cast. And thank you again to Card Kingdom, the sponsor of the show. cardkingdomcom Kingdom.com slash MTA cast. Just the number one place to go. If you want to support good people who do good things in the magic community, cardkingdom.com slash MTA cast. Your order will get to you before you're done typing that web address <laughs>